and welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and I'm here with Mary Alice, a midwife and an amazing team member here at Baby Chick. We're here doling out no-nonsense pregnancy and parenting advice. We've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that we've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing parenting conundrums. Becoming a new mother, whether it be your first baby or your sixth, is filled with so many emotions. Figuring out your new normal can take a minute as you recover from giving birth and get to know your new baby. People will be at your door in no time, wanting to congratulate you and meet the new baby, but sometimes people aren't necessarily thinking about what they can do to be helpful. If you know someone who has recently had a baby or you're currently expecting yourself, this episode is for you. Here's how to help when visiting a new mother. Hey guys, Mary Alice and I are back. Hello. (laughs) And today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Skylight Frame. I discovered Skylight Frame about a year ago and I thought it was a genius gift. It's a touchscreen display that documents all of your family's special moments. With Skylight Frame, you can email your photos directly to your digital frame anytime from anywhere and the photos show up within seconds. It's so cool. The setup is super quick and simple. All you have to do is create a custom email and set up your screen and you can share that unique address with your loved ones and watch new memories roll right in. You can even favorite your photos with a heart button and it lets your loved ones know which ones of their photos that you really liked that they sent. It's so neat. This is seriously a great gift to give yourself or a new mom. Having a frame that documents all of those special moments of your pregnancy and new baby and how your family grows is truly magical. I really like how it can show the images as a slideshow or you can push pause on one of your favorite images in your frame. So I have a skylight frame and have been using it myself and I have even given them to my parents as well because I just have loved it so much. Skylight has a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. So definitely go check them out at skylightframe.com and get yours. Be sure to use our discount code babychick, B-A-B-Y-C-H-I-C-K for $10 off your order. Thanks so much, Skylight Frame. All right. Mary Alice and I, we're postpartum doulas and Mary Alice, I feel like we've been talking so much about in the past how people prepare for birth a lot. Which is great. All the homework. Yes. All the books. All the books, all the classes. Mm-hmm. All the help. Yes. You hire a lot of help. Yes. But people really don't plan so much for their postpartum time. And after you have the baby, you know, a lot of friends and family members are going to want to come over and see the baby, but they really don't know how they can be helpful or what they should do to be a good visitor. You might not know how to tell them how to help. You might not even know what to suggest or you might feel bad about it. Yeah. Or awkward bringing up that conversation. Yeah. Being like, oh, you're here. Here's my baby. (laughs) It just sleeps and cries and poops. And and, feeds. But I need help, but I don't know how to ask for it. Yeah. And you're visiting and maybe you've been a visitor for a while now and I need you to leave or whatever <laughs> I it is. It's it hard for moms, you know, new moms because you're at your house, you're with your baby, but it's your house and you're used to playing hostess at your house. And yeah. you know, you want people are in your space and you want to host them and make them feel welcome. But really that's not your job when you're postpartum. Your job is to take care of your baby and yeah. to let people take care of you. Yeah, definitely. So if you are going to have a baby soon or if your friend just had a baby, 
I think you should forward this episode to them because yeah, it'll be just a gentle reminder for them to realize like, yes, these are all normal feelings to feel and things to want. And then you can also send this to your friends and family to be like, yes, I'm going to be postpartum. And this is kind of a great guideline of what I'm feeling and thinking. How to be a helpful friend. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right. The first thing that we wrote down is drop off food. I mean, when you have a baby, the last thing you want to think about is what is everyone in your house having to eat? And also you're hungry. Yes. You're so hungry. Because you gave birth and (laughs) maybe you're nursing and nursing takes a lot of calories. Yes. And yeah, you need to get all of your energy back. So definitely if you're going to drop off food, ask if they have any dietary preferences ahead of time. So check to see if she has maybe a meal train. And if she doesn't have a meal train and that's something that you want to do, take the initiative and set one up for her. You can then invite her friends and family to all contribute. And then it's also organized. So people can sign up for a certain day for a certain meal Mm -hmm. and let her know what kind of food they're going to be dropping off. Or uh, they can ask her like through meal train, like, are you craving something today? I can go pick this up at whatever restaurant. If you haven't heard of Meal Train before, it's mealtrain.com. And the mom or the family can put in um, the email addresses of their friends. Mm -hmm. And then you have a calendar where everyone can organize what people are bringing. And it avoids overlap and is a good place to sort of collect like her favorite foods and restaurants and groceries all in one place. Yeah, it's super helpful. It's awesome. It's really nice when people set that up. Mm -hmm. Uh, True luxury. And just, again, being a helpful visitor. But if you're not going to do a meal train. She doesn't have one and you're also too busy and, but still want to bring something nice, bring something that doesn't need to be eaten immediately and can be heated up in a microwave over time. Something that can, she can throw in her freezer is so helpful because Mm -hmm. what if her family did come over and they picked up something at Whole Foods really quick for them to have dinner, but then you dropped off, you know, tacos or something. (laughs) Yeah. Don't bring like a dressed salad. Like they're going to bring a salad, put the dressing on the side so that they can eat it in the middle of the night when they're starving. Yeah. Or a casserole, I think is just the best way to go or lasagna or, or, you know, whatever. And when you're doing that, don't ring the doorbell. That wakes up babies. Yes. That wakes up babies and wakes up mommies. (laughs) If she's napping, that's not what she wants to wake up to. So yeah, don't ring the doorbell. What we recommend is you texting her saying Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I'm probably going to drop this off between these times, knock on the door and leave it on the doorstep. Yeah. If and you're this not is if gonna... you're dropping off food. Right. You're not like coming to visit. And yes. don't stay too long. Don't like use the food drop off as an excuse to like invite yourself in. And, <laughs> you know, unless you, they really sincerely invite you in, just be like, no, thank you. I, you know, I have to run, but I just wanted to drop this off and bring my well wishes. Yeah. And she'll appreciate that more than you know, even if she's like, no, no, you can stay. Like she probably, deep down, she just wants to sleep and, and <laughs> you know, do whatever she needs to do. So yeah, definitely number one, bringing food bringing food is always a good a good thing so what's the next thing number two is to bring diapers and wipes yes a just don't come to a postpartum person's house empty-handed b you can never have enough diapers and wipes it's really nice if ahead of time you can kind of check in see if they have a brand preference you know maybe they're using pampers pure honest or whatever so that you know what to get and see if you can get the correct size that the baby's in right now. But when in doubt, go with something like generic, but simple. Like I like Pampers Pure or Honest or something that doesn't have a lot of preservatives or, you know, a lot of chemicals in it because you don't necessarily know what their preferences are. 
And when in doubt, go a size up. Yes. Because the baby's going to grow into it. But if you get diapers that are too small, then that's just useless. Exactly. That's why I always, if it's a brand new baby, I always, always get, get a size, size one. one. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> because they may not even fit a newborn if they outgrow. But then if the baby came really early, like a preemie baby, mm-hmm. yeah, then I would go for a newborn. But mm-hmm. yeah, I rarely do newborn diapers. I totally agree. Yeah, especially for a full-term baby. Yes. Because even if they are wearing newborn diapers, they won't be for long. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, what do I do with all of these newborn yeah, diapers? And usually they get a lot of newborn diapers at their shower too. Yes, exactly. I always bring size two to showers. Yeah. So I will say basically like what Mary Allen said, just don't come empty handed. If you're going to come and visit a mom, bring food, diapers, wipes, shoot, a bottle of wine, like whatever, just bring something as like, hey, congratulations, wanted to bring something for you. Okay. Number three, clean something. So when you're there, help pick up around the house. I mean, I'm not saying grab the vacuum cleaner or like clean her windows or her toilets. I'm just saying like, hey, if, you know, pillows are all over the place, fluff them up and put them up. Or if you see, you know, blankets all over the ground or just fold them. Just doing those little things sometimes makes people feel good. But I will say sometimes this makes people like really anxious. So before you do something, I would ask. So if you see a bunch of dishes piled up in their sink, say like, hey, I'm happy to help do these dishes for you. Like, would you mind me you helping? You ask her partner because maybe yeah. she'll say no, but you can go up to her husband and be like, hey, is it okay if I fill the dishwasher or take out the trash or whatever. You know, fold this laundry that's sitting here or whatever it is that you can do that's easy and simple, but I'll make them feel good. Yeah. One less thing mm-hmm. off their plate. They will so, so be so grateful yeah. for it. Cause so. you know how overwhelming it feels if you look at your house, even if it's not really dirty, but there's just stuff everywhere that in, you know, if you're postpartum, you can't get up and just get things done like you might usually do. Yeah. And so like Mary Alice said, so some things to offer is like, if you see dishes piled up in the sink, ask if you can fill up the dishwasher or if the dishwasher is full, ask if you can put those dishes away, you know, just wiping down the counters, trash, taking the trash out, or taking the diaper pail trash out, folding the laundry, especially baby laundry, if you see that. Or if you see a bunch of baby bottles that need to be cleaned or sanitized, those are some great things that you can offer to to help with. And if you want to be like extra nice, you can actually pay for a house cleaner for them to come by and clean the house. I mean... This is an ultimate gift, like having a Mary Maids or whomever, or a even cleaning if they service. they have a house cleaner, you can offer to, yeah, you know, like spot call her, them. have her come, and yeah. yeah, spot them for that week or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is such a nice gift to be able to just be in a clean house that she doesn't have to clean is so, so, so nice for sure. Number four is. Offer to watch her kids. If, you know, this isn't a first-time mom, she has older kids, she is probably dying to take a nap or a shower or a bath. And, you know, if she has older children, when her baby's sleeping, she's not always going to be able to sleep when the baby sleeps, like we always tell new moms to do. So offer to come by and watch her kiddos. Offer to take them out of the house, take them to get ice cream or out to lunch or to play with your kids or to do something special. You know, they're doing something fun, but she also has some time that she needs to take care of herself. Yeah. And I will say the kids will love that because Mm -hmm. they will feel like everyone wants to see the baby. Mommy and daddy are all about the baby. So to come over specifically to see the older kids 
really makes them feel included and loved and celebrated as well. So not everything is all about the baby. So I couldn't agree more. So even if she does want to shower or nap or whatever, just, yeah, I love the idea of taking them out for ice cream or even a movie. Shoot, make it long, Mm -hmm. you know, for her to get some time. (laughs) That really would make things so nice for her to also have just that one-on-one time with her little one, her newest little one, for sure. Okay. Number five, wash your hands before holding the baby. Okay, y'all. I feel like this should go without saying, like everyone should know now, like if you're going to see a new baby, always wash your hands before holding the baby. Do not be offended if she asks you to wash your hands before holding the baby. But I honestly, like I know that you and I both do this, Mary Alice. Like Mm -hmm. as soon as we go into someone's house that has a baby, we announce it and say, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. Let me go wash my hands. Yes. And I like to wash my hands in the kitchen or somewhere where they can see me do it. Yes. I just know that new moms get anxious and especially like during cold and flu season in the winter, they want to see you wash your hands. I always dry my hands. I try and dry them with like a paper towel or something that gets thrown away, not Mm -hmm. like a dish rag that's sitting out. And yeah, like Nina said, like, announce it. And also that might remind other people that you're with or other people in the house, like maybe her mother-in-law's there or something. Oh yeah, maybe I should wash my hands yeah. too. And she'll love that mm-hmm. for you to make the announcement of saying like, let me go wash my hands. She'll be like, oh, you get it. Yeah. You understand. Thank you so much. Because even if you just go to the kitchen and start washing your hands, there's just something nice about you being I don't know, just recognizing mm-hmm. the need of, yes, I understand that I need to. Yeah, wash I think my it hands. kind of validates her concerns. You know, it's like, yes, yeah. you're right. Like, that is, it important. is important. <laughs> and I'm going to show you that I care about that. Yes. So always announce to the room, hey, let me go wash my hands, even if you're not even going to hold the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, just, yeah. just saying that is, mm-hmm. is so nice. Okay, number six. Number six, take some photos. I mean, get out your fancy new iPhone, those things have amazing cameras now. I just got one (laughs) and put it on portrait mode and take some pictures of the baby and of mom. She's going to take a thousand pictures of the baby all alone. And, you know, she's going to be sitting there with the baby in her lap being like, oh, but that expression's so new and cute and I love it. And, but really try and get her in a couple of pictures. Um, Just say like, oh, can I take a picture? You look beautiful. You know, even if her hair is a mess and she hasn't changed pajamas in two days, she's going to look back on that. And that's going to be such a special, you know, a special thing to have. And I think it's a really sweet thing to do if you're at someone's house. And even better if you can include any siblings or her partner. And, you know, maybe she's not going to have newborn photos. And that could just be really special for her. I totally agree. After I had my son, everyone came over and was just taking pictures of themselves holding the baby, Mm -hmm. but no one offered to, and not that I hold anything against them. I didn't even ask. I didn't even think of it to ask like, Hey, do you mind taking a picture of me and my baby? Because even though in the moment I probably was like, I look a mess. Don't Mm -hmm. take a picture. Now, two years down the road, I really wish I would have had more pictures of me and my son cuddled up in Mm -hmm. my bed, you know, just us two and having that, I feel like that would be so special. Even if I looked a hot mess to be able to be like, wow, those were our first moments together. So Mm -hmm. I love this point. And I feel like moms are never in that many pictures because they're the memory makers, the memory keepers of the family. So making that initiative of saying, Hey, let's take some photos of you too. Even if you think you look a mess, you know, no, you don't. You, you look just fine. You look great. You just had a baby. Let's take a picture. I love that. 
Okay, so those were the six things. So I'm going to say them again. Drop off food, bring diapers and wipes. So basically, don't come empty-handed. Offer to clean something, watch your kids, wash your hands before holding the baby, and take some photos of mom, baby, or the whole family. She'll appreciate it. But we also have a few things that we wanted to mention are things not to do. Please do not do these things when you are being a visitor. (laughs) Okay, so first thing, do not immediately ask to hold the baby. I remember going to a family event and one family member didn't even say hi to me. She just washed her hands, came over to me, clapped her hands and said, give me that baby. And I was like, hi, nice to see you too. I haven't seen you since last year, but... I guess uh, here, Here. here's my child. (laughs) My baby. Mine, but sure, I guess. And yeah, it didn't sit well with me. And I know that so many moms feel that way too. Like we get it. You're coming over to meet this child, but like, please take a second to say Mm -hmm. hi to her. Even if it's small talk, like, hey, how are you doing? Congratulations. You know, how big is the baby? Just asking those little things of, you know. Yeah, acknowledge like the family unit. Don't just come over and, you know, mother and baby baby. in those new days, those first few days are so, that bond is so special. And that's like, they're one thing. It's like mother baby, one unit. unit. And by asking to hold the baby, you are kind of separating them and not in not that she doesn't want you to hold the baby she probably does but coming over and just immediately Immediately. taking the baby from her can just feel it can feel aggressive yeah yeah so always acknowledge the mother first asking how she's doing and whatnot and she'll probably offer (laughs) like hey do you want to hold the baby that's what I usually do I usually wait until the mother offers and if it's maybe been like 10, 15 minutes, then asking if she hasn't offered at that Mm -hmm. point, like, Hey, would it be okay if I hold the baby? I just washed my hands, (laughs) you know, but yeah, don't immediately ask. All right. Second thing. Second thing is don't freak out when the baby cries. Babies cry. That's okay. They're allowed to cry. (laughs) It's not because you're not a good baby holder. That's okay that they cry. And I think that it's hard for moms because if the baby cries and you get uncomfortable, then they start to get uncomfortable that you're uncomfortable or they get, you know, nervous that maybe you're feeling insecure. You're going to get, you know, kind of shaky or not feel confident with their baby if it's not, you know, just sleeping. So try to, you know, shush the baby, kind of bounce it a little bit. I usually, if I'm sitting and the baby starts to cry, I'll stand stand up up and I'll walk a little bit because usually that'll just kind of settle them down. You know, do like a few things. You don't have to go overboard. If the baby's screaming or like starving, obviously give it back to its mom. But, you know, try and settle it a little bit before saying, you know, mama, I think that I'm so sorry. Like I, I think your baby wants you or do you want me to swaddle your baby? Sometimes I'll, I mean, obviously we have some, we are expert swaddlers and you may (laughs) not be, and that's okay. But just offering to kind of like, is there anything you want me to give it a pacifier or whatever, if they're doing that or, you know, try and give it a shot to calm the baby down before thrusting it back into its mother's arms. Because mom will probably actually want to hold the baby if the baby's crying. But then there are some moms who are like, no, like, Every time the baby cries, Mm -hmm. everyone gives the baby to me and I have to calm the baby down. Like, can someone else figure it out? Like, I just fed the baby. The baby's Mm -hmm. fine. Like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, for you to take the initiative to calm the baby is so helpful. But, yeah, don't freak out and be like, oh, so weird. Oh, here's your crying baby. Okay, number three, things not to do. Do not kiss the baby. 
Okay. I know that you have well wishes that you just all want to eat them up. They're just so adorable and you just want to nibble on them cheeks. I do too. I get it. But you know what? Kissing the baby for some, it just freaks moms out. If you're going to kiss the baby on the baby's feet, don't do it on, you can maybe do it on their head. Maybe you're grandma and you just want to kiss that baby, kiss the baby on the head, but definitely not on the face, not on the hands. Those are not the places that if you want to kiss the baby to kiss, I really recommend if you're a friend, the feet is a safe spot, but (laughs) not kissing the baby anywhere else. Because yeah, I'm not saying that you're sick or whatever, but it just gives that mom peace of mind knowing Mm -hmm. like everything's okay. So a big thing, just do not kiss the baby. Along those lines, don't bring your kids to meet the baby, especially toddlers, especially kids who are in school or in daycare. I think that, again, along with the kissing the baby and the hand washing, moms are nervous about germs. They have this new little baby on the outside, doesn't have a mature immune system yet. Just leave your children at home until she's ready, till the new mom is ready to introduce her baby to older kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And then number five, do not give unsolicited advice. No, just never. Ever. Ever do it. But especially with a new mom. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, saying like maybe she's being open and telling you about her birth. Don't say what she should have done instead Mm. or, you know. Or breastfeeding advice or any of it. Unless she specifically asks you like, hey, what did you do? Or, oh, this is so painful. Like, do you have any ideas? ideas? Yeah. If she is asking you, then go for it. But like, do not offer your advice unless she asks, because she already is feeling so raw and vulnerable and learning this new little one. Getting someone else's feedback is just going to make her question things, make her feel like she's maybe not doing a good enough job. So do not give any unsolicited advice for sure. And Number six, do not comment on how she gave birth. I don't, I mean, you can say encouraging things like you're so strong, that sounds amazing or whatever, but don't say anything about you think her C-section was necessary or not, or whether or not you thought it was a good idea for her to give birth at home and, oh, thank God you're both safe. Don't say don't, things yeah, like that. No, you that's know, her just, choice. Yeah, don't comment on it. If she wants to have a conversation about her birth, that's great. But people come out of their birth experiences with different feelings and maybe they got exactly what they wanted and they're still not happy about it or they have complicated feelings or they still feel traumatized and they're you know those first few days postpartum there's a lot of processing going on there are a lot of emotions and you know people can be really sensitive to comments and you may think it's funny or you may think it's not a big deal but it could really affect her yeah definitely so and then she may not want to talk to you for a while after that because maybe you weren't being as sensitive as you know she had hoped or as supportive because yes some of those things were her choice but some of the things that happen they weren't her choice. They happened because they happened. And all you can be is is supportive in that moment. So if she is being kind enough to share her personal experience with you, just listening and being kind is all you can do. So and yeah, you know, don't I comment really, on the I birth. really think that if she doesn't bring up her birth, you really shouldn't either. Ask about it. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. How was the birth? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. If she wants to talk about it, she will. She will, mm-hmm. exactly. And then our last thing, number seven, things not to do. Do not stay too long. Please do not overstay your welcome. Mm. It's 
really tough on moms because at that point, if you've been staying for a long time, it's just natural for us to be like, well, can I get you some water? Do Mm -hmm. you need anything? Mm -hmm. Because you're now staying there for a while. Really just, you know, if you're bringing food, hang out for a little bit, talk, and then be like, you know what? I have somewhere else that I need to be. Thank you so much. Unless she's like, no, 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 please, please stay. Like, I really would love for you to stay or whatever. Yeah. Then of course you can stay. But Yeah. If you're just there for a visit, I really recommend only staying for just a little bit because she's probably getting tired. The baby's probably going to get hungry really soon. She may not feel comfortable feeding the baby in front of you, whether that's bottle feeding or breastfeeding because preparing a whole bottle, doing all of that work, she just wants to get comfortable with her child. So definitely do not stay too long because she should never be a hostess and putting her in that position is just not a good one to be. So all right, guys, I feel like that was a lot of information. That was a lot. But was, I do think these are good rules. Yes. These are, this is a good guideline. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Definitely a guideline to stick by. All right. Was there anything you guys found helpful when you had visitors postpartum? Chime in on our Facebook page at Team Baby Chick, where we'll be posting today's episode and answering questions in the comments. And as always, subscribe to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts.